Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with a Few podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion for seeing people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey y'all, we are back for another great conversation. Maddie and I are talking all about body image and how to react to people's opinion of us. It is a huge topic nowadays and people have a lot to say about it. And to be quite honest, Maddie and I really haven't tackled this big topic because we feel like so many people are talking about it and we don't want to just be like another podcast episode (laughs) that is saying the same thing that you guys may have heard somewhere else or read in a book or something like that. But as Maddie and I were talking about it, I think that we are coming from a very unique perspective because Maddie and I, I'm just going to be very honest, it has been very rare that we have had like big body image issues issues in Mm -hmm. our lives. Um, And I think that that has a lot to do with like how we were raised and just kind of, I don't want to sound prideful when I'm saying this, but like the humility that we're supposed to have in Christ kind of just has been taught to us since we were very young. And I think that that has had a huge impact on how we view ourselves, how we look at ourselves, and how much we really allow criticism about our image and what we may look like and that kind of thing. But for sure, we have had our fair share of, you know, I mean, we've started speaking a little bit and that kind of thing. And I'm sure that anybody who has ever done that or gotten up in front of people have experienced that like, oh, you know, what do I look like? and that kind of thing, just worrying about what what are people going to think about me as a person. Mm -hmm. And so Maddie and I just want to have a very honest conversation about that topic because I know that it is a struggle, especially for teen girls. And uh, I know that we've kind of hit it a little bit in our Bible study group once or twice, but we really just wanted to have an episode that we can kind of point people to, to say, hey, if you struggle with this, go listen to this episode. So before we get into all of that and sharing a little bit more of our story and how we've dealt with that, Maddie, catch us up on everything that's been going on on. I know that we did a huge catch-up last week. We shared a lot, Mm -hmm. but just a little rundown on what's been happening this week especially. Yeah, as usual, we posted a new blog post on Thursday. I feel like I announce all this stuff the same way every week, but uh, we've got a new blog post up. We posted that on Thursday. It's all about how to not shove Jesus down people's throats, but it's a very useful blog post. A lot of people have asked us that question before, Mm -hmm. like, How do I approach people without shoving Jesus down their throats? And honestly, it's a very big misconception of what we think shoving Jesus down people's throats is. Mm -hmm. But Lily discussed that in the blog post. Definitely a really good one. You can go and read that post by either looking us up at the few.blog just on whatever browser you use, or we'll have a link in the description Mm -hmm. of this episode as we usually do. We also had a new podcast episode out last Monday. Definitely a really good one about mental health and how we deal with depression, anxiety, Mm -hmm. all those different things. I think season two of the podcast is going to be really good for talking about very current topics Mm -hmm. that 
are really, really huge, but tackling them from a Christian perspective, tackling them from the way that Jesus would want us to be looking at all the different things mm-hmm. that the world is telling us. And then Parlor, we've been doing extra stuff on Parlor a little bit, not as much extra stuff as we were, just because I know that a lot of people still aren't able to get into Parlor. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying that it just sits there and loads and loads and loads and they cannot get into the app. So we haven't been doing as much posting on Parlor just because lots of people still can't get on. But if you haven't tried to get on Parlor in the past few days, then you should retry because Parlor has been working a lot better for me personally. So all that stuff is getting itself worked out, which is very, very good because mm-hmm. I miss Parlor. I miss not being able to read all my articles and see what all my people are posting. Absolutely. All right. Let's jump in to today's topic, body image, how do we react to people's opinions, all that great stuff. I had one of our Bible study girls say that this was a topic that she wished more Christians would talk about, would discuss, because she sees that a lot of teens are getting trapped in this idea that they have to have the perfect body, they have to be like every other social media influencer out there, and that kind of thing. And here's what she said. I want you to hear it straight from her. So she says, I wish Christians would talk more about body image and just the image that teenagers have of themselves. With the popularity of social media influencers, a lot of us are consumed by the ideal body type, job, etc. Comparison is the thief of joy, and I wish it was talked more about at church and other places since it greatly affects many teens today. And she's expressed that she struggles with that, you know, looking at people on social media or even other friends or whatever that, you know, you kind of look at them and go, oh, I I wish I was like that. I wish I had hair like them. I wish I, whatever it may be, uh, that we look at and say, I wish I had that or I wish I looked that way. Mm -hmm. And it's hard not to compare, right? We're constantly, I feel like, especially as teenagers, but I think it's the same for adults as well that they're comparing, but I think that adults have learned that you can't change anything by comparing. And so they are just a little less likely to talk about it and a little less likely to do it as much as us teens do because we haven't really learned that yet. And we're living in a world that constantly says we should try this face wash or we should, you know, use this kind of hair product or we should dress like this or have shoes like this, whatever it may be. Uh, it's just constantly put out there that we're supposed to be trying and trying and trying harder and harder to become more like their version of a teenager or Mm -hmm. more of their version of an adult or just a cool person in general, right? And so I feel like we're just stuck in that because one, we don't understand our identity in Christ. That's really the root of it. And I know that we've been saying that a lot lately, like, okay, what is the root of the issue here? Because we know that obviously the world is trying to get us to do that, but what's the root of the problem? Why am I doing it? Especially if you're a Christian. You know, Mm -hmm. if if you're a Christian, I know that it can be so hard to experience like comparing yourself to others or just looking at your body and being like, I don't, I don't feel like I should look this way and I don't want to look this way or whatever. What can I do to change it? And then you just get very discouraged very quickly with you and how you look and that kind of thing. But Mm -hmm. what's the root of the problem? And how are Christians supposed to respond to that? And so I think that first we need to, we need to really realize that we can't 
abandon reason in favor of emotion. That is something that I have learned is that it is so easy to let our emotions rule over reason, right? Mm -hmm. Over the truth, over the ultimate truth that Jesus says, I have made you and you are mine. You are fearfully and wonderfully made, right? Psalms tells us that. And I know that that's a verse that's used over and over again. So I'm not one to usually, you know, say that because I think that we've heard that and people just kind of zone out. But it's true. Have you ever really thought about that? That you are made in the image of God. I think that that is really powerful once you grasp it in a way that is, and I'm just going to say, it's very different than what everybody is telling us it is. They're just like, oh, you need to believe that you're beautiful the way you are. And that is very easy to say. But when Mm -hmm. you are dealing with comparison and you are really struggling to be confident with how you look and, you know, who you are as a person, it's very easy to say that and it's hard to really believe it. And so I think that one of the things we need to understand is the root of it is that we don't really understand who we are in Christ if we're dealing with that constantly. Okay, there is a difference. I think that all of us in our lives are going to have multiple times where we are going to compare ourselves to someone else. It is going to happen. We live in a world that day in and day out on social media have the, like she said, ideal body types. They Mm -hmm. have the ideal job. They have the nice house and cars and, you know, all this stuff. And you're constantly seeing that. So you're going to compare yourself. Sometimes we do it without even thinking Mm -hmm. about doing it. Obviously, that's a problem, but the problem is that we don't understand how much we're worth in Christ and what he says about us. I think that that's very important. So, Maddie, what do you have to say about that as far as, like, stuff you have dealt with? How have you overcome that? Because I think that we need to share a little bit personally, kind of our upbringing as well. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that the reason me and Lily haven't had tons and tons of issue with this, I mean, I'm not saying that we haven't experienced this because we definitely have and Mm -hmm. we can get to stories about that in a second, but I think me and Lily weren't on social media media Mm -hmm. like at all before we started the few we didn't have private instagram accounts Mm -hmm. we didn't have blogs and different things like that when we started the few that was when we started all kinds of social media and so i think that helped that Mm -hmm. we didn't have social media for so long yeah because social media is where we are seeing all these beautiful people and these beautiful women specifically for us were Mm -hmm. obviously looking at and following these different women but I think that that helped a lot was just not being addicted to social media from Mm -hmm. a younger age because right now you know we're seeing 10 year olds who have Instagram accounts and who are on social media all the time and I think that that's really why our society is suffering so much Mm -hmm. from this body image misconception of how we're not perfect and we're not all these different things we're not not beautiful in the world's eyes, you know, all these different things that we're hearing, but then we're also hearing stuff from the world that's like, you are beautiful. Like Lily said, you do you. That's a big one lately. You don't have to worry what other people look like, all these different things, but yet they're sending so many mixed signals because Mm -hmm. then you've got all these models and these actresses Mm -hmm. and all these people who are the ideal body type and you're constantly seeing their stuff everywhere. So I think that there's so many mixed signals and I think that that's why teenage girls, honestly, 
honestly suffer Mm -hmm. from this body positivity movement because you look at one thing and they tell you that you're beautiful and you're perfect just the way you are. And then you look at this other thing and it's like how to lose weight fast, Mm -hmm. how to perfect your face shape, how to do all these different things. I just saw something on Pinterest about that that was like women's magazines always say how to be comfortable in your own skin, Mm -hmm. how to find your personal beauty and all this stuff. And then like five pages later, it's how to lose weight fast and get fit. And then three pages after that, it's like death by chocolate cake recipe or something. (laughs) So there's all these mixed signals. And I think that that's Mm -hmm. why it's such a big topic and something that a lot of people struggle with because we really don't know what to believe. But I think the world puts out all these different things of like, you're perfect the way that you are, but you should start doing these things so that you Mm -hmm. look like everyone else is because they don't want you to believe that you were made in God's image, that you are beautiful. And so they're trying to get you to buy into all these worldly solutions of here's the latest fitness gear that you need to buy. Here's the latest makeup that you need to buy to cover up all the blemishes that might be on your face. Here's the latest clothes that you need to buy to flatter your body shape. Like just all these different things that they're telling us because they constantly want us to buy into their worldly solutions Mm -hmm. instead of being comfortable in our identity in Christ because we aren't perfect on our own like the world wants us to believe, but we are perfect in a sense of the Lord made us exactly the way that he wants us to be not saying that you shouldn't work out or you shouldn't eat healthy or Mm -hmm. you shouldn't do some of the different things that the world does advocate. Like, all those things are good things in and of themselves, like we always say, but look at how many girls now have eating disorders Mm -hmm. and who are working out and working out and working out and working themselves to death because we have to have this perfect body image. All these things have just skyrocketed in the past few years, Mm -hmm. I feel like. I mean, I feel like it's very recent. You know, there's so many people who feel like they need to be transgender because Mm -hmm. they aren't comfortable in their own skin and all these different things that the world encourages, honestly. They encourage you. If you are a girl and you feel like you should be a guy because you can't keep up with the standards that the world has for women, then you can just make the switch and that's fine. Do whatever you want. You know, that's fine. We will literally, if your parents wouldn't want you to get the surgery or whatever, we will literally take custody of you so that Mm -hmm. you can get the surgery and all these different things. But for me, a personal story that I have of when I struggled with like body image and body positivity and all those different things. I hate talking about body positivity because that's what the world says. But when I was younger, I had an autoimmune disorder called alopecia areata, which is where your immune system attacks your hair and your hair just starts to like disintegrate and you get all these bald spots and your hair starts thinning out majorly. And a lot of people usually lose all their hair and then have to start wearing wigs and all those different things things and I had a very, very bad case of it. I mean, I remember one time me and my mom sat down at the kitchen table and we were looking at wigs because we figured that I was just going to lose all my hair. I look back at pictures and stuff and I am almost completely bald. So that was a time where I remember it wasn't as bad when I was young. Luckily, the Lord completely healed me from that all my hair grew back and I am not bald. (laughs) But sometimes I do get occasional bald spots and different things, but luckily it's not as major as it used to be when I was younger. When I was younger, it wasn't as big of a deal for me. I didn't really, I mean, I cared because it was something that did make me somewhat uncomfortable, but Mm. I feel like when I got older and I would just have those occasional bald spots, it was something that I struggled with a little bit more. I remember I had one that was like right at the end of my hair in the back. And so you could see 
see it like very visibly if I would put my hair up in a bun or in a ponytail or whatever. And so I remember trying to kind of cover it up. I wouldn't put my hair up as much as I usually did or I might put it in a ponytail, but I wouldn't put it in a bun so that it wasn't as evident because, you know, people would ask you about it like, what is that bald spot on the back of your head or whatever? Mm -hmm. And I don't think anybody did it out of like trying to be mean or, yeah. you know, body shame me or anything, but that was something that was difficult um, to deal with sometimes. It was never something that was like, I can't leave my house because I have this bald spot or whatever, mm. but it was somewhat embarrassing. It was kind of like, that's weird. People are going to stare at the bald spot in the back of my head, but that was something that I really just had to pray about and that I had to say like, you know what? I have this autoimmune disorder for a reason and I'm just going to have to deal with it and I'm going to have to find my worth in the Lord, not in my hair. Mm -hmm. And so that was something that was difficult to overcome, but luckily I did overcome it. It's not a big deal for me anymore. So I think that really what you need to do when you're struggling with that is to just pray, find out what your identity in the Lord is. I feel like a lot of times we're like, just put your identity in the Lord mm -hmm. and it'll be fine. But like, what is our identity in the Lord? Like, what does that mean? What does that mm -hmm. entail? So our identity in the Lord means that we are ambassadors for Christ. We are made in his image. Like we've been saying all these different things. You can always like go to the concordance in your Bible and there's usually a section about identity and there's all these different things that you can look up that have different verses that you can read or whatever. But I think that that is also a misconception is like everybody says, you know, just find your worth in the Lord. Just focus on your identity in him. But we have no idea what that actually is. Yeah. One of the books that I would recommend if, you know, you're looking for something to read about your identity in Christ and to kind of help you go through that and understand it well is Stomping Out the Darkness by Neil T. Anderson. Mm -hmm. He has a great book about understanding your identity in Christ. And I have found that to be very helpful. And I think that one of the things that I would just use as an example. We had one of our girls in our Bible study group a few months ago just mention, and she hadn't really talked much about it, but she just kind of opened up one night as we were meeting and just shared that she was very worried about eating in the cafeteria at school. She was self-conscious about it because of people looking at how much she was eating or what she was eating or whatever, and just became very self-conscious about it. You know, eating in front of people was a very big struggle for her and so she was battling that and she just kind of opened up one Bible study night and she just shared that that was a struggle that she had and that she knew it wasn't healthy for her. She knew that she felt like crap in the afternoon because she wasn't eating mm -hmm. breakfast and lunch usually because of, you know, going to school early and then not eating lunch and then she would get home and have to eat and just felt really bad and that kind of thing and so I think the day, yeah, it was the day after Bible study. I just felt in the morning, you know, I spoke into what I I could, but I didn't want to embarrass her or to make it a big deal uh, during Bible study that night. And so I texted her, and I think that this is what I want to say to you guys as well today. This text is just something that I think we can all use and really need to hear in our lives sometimes. So I said, and I'm just going to read the text exactly how I said it to her. I said, good morning. I just wanted to remind you that you are beautiful, made in the image of Jesus, and that no one else gets to dictate that. You do not look bad. You are not fat. And if others think you do or are, it matters not. I know it is so hard to get past people's opinions of us and allow it to change our lives, but girl, you can walk in the confidence that Jesus doesn't make mistakes. And you know what? What if there's another girl in your cafeteria that is embarrassed to eat in front of everyone? You might inspire her and give her the courage to walk in who she is in Christ. God loves you and you can choose to focus on that rather than their hate. Also, if you let me know who the bully is, Maddie and I will go take them. Love you.
So I just sent that to her because I felt like she needed to hear that. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes it is so powerful to have something that you can read over and over again. And that is scripture for me, you know, personally. But I, I love getting texts from other people knowing that they're praying for me or just wanting to encourage me with a verse or, you know, they just feel like, hey, God's speaking this and I want to tell you. Uh, that is powerful. And especially when, I mean, it's powerful when they do it in person and, you know, you're looking at each other and they're telling you that, but it's also really powerful to have it in a text format or a letter or that kind of thing where you can reread it. And I think that that can help change our mindset. And obviously, most importantly, I want that to be scripture for all of us because all throughout scripture, uh, you see that Jesus is trying to get us to understand who we are in him and how much he thinks that we're worth, you know, and that's what matters. And so I think that one of the things we need to understand is that we have to stop getting so caught up in what the world says because mm-hmm. they contradict themselves. And so why would we listen to to something that contradicts itself? Like one day it says, oh, you're beautiful, do you, be you, whatever. And then the next day it's like, oh, well, here's the fastest way to lose weight and here's how to, you know, grow your hair longer. I don't listen to that. Like, I'm just, I'm just not going to listen to that. Does it mean that I don't, you know, have a hard time not focusing on it? Yeah, sure I do. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a struggle sometimes, but I have been intentional about trying to not look at their standards and trying to measure up to their level of perfection because it's really not a level of perfection at all. Mm-hmm. It's physical perfection. And I'm not going after that. I'm going after spiritual perfection. And that is what I want to be most important in my life. And that is working on my heart, reading scripture, understanding who I truly am in Christ, and not allowing other people at the lunch table to dictate what I eat because I don't care. You know, I don't care because I know who I am in Christ. Mm -hmm. And does it mean that I'm not going to try to make an effort at being healthier or whatever? Like, yeah, I'm going to make an effort to do that. You know, I have type 1 diabetes. And so one of the things that I've had to be intentional about is making sure that I am being cautious about those things. You know, what am I eating? What am I putting into my body? How am I going to react to this food, you know, as far as carbs and stuff, which most people are probably not going to even understand. (laughs) That's totally fine. Just you know, ignore what I just said. But you get what I'm saying. I have to be cautious about that. And it doesn't mean that when you understand your identity in Christ, you just put all the physical stuff to the side and that you just are like, oh, it doesn't matter about my weight. It doesn't matter about what I'm eating or if I'm exercising or any of that. But I have found that when I truly understand who I am in Christ and my identity in him, that that kind of just comes naturally. Mm -hmm. And I'm able to look at, you know, exercising and eating healthier and and that kind of thing. I'm able to look at it in a different light, understanding that I want to exercise because I want to really put in the hard work to be who God has made me to be. You know, I want to be able to serve him. And so I don't want to be caught up physically to the point where it's my fault because I'm not putting in the hard work, you know, and it's true, like working out, exercising, eating healthy, that kind of thing. It's hard work, but I find that my view of those things really changes when I understand that God has made me in his likeness and he doesn't make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And I also wanted to say that just as I was thinking about like what our identity in Christ Mm -hmm. is and the fact that we are ambassadors of Jesus, 
when you think about being an ambassador for a company, you're supposed to display right. what the company feels about mm-hmm. a certain topic or a certain product. If you're advocating a product, what does the company feel about this product? Um, so if we are ambassadors for Jesus, we are supposed to be advocating the things that he advocates mm-hmm. and following his example and making sure that people are 100% clear on what Jesus thinks, what Jesus advocates. And so we never once see Jesus being critical of Mm -hmm. his body or anyone else's body. And so I think that that's something that we also need to be careful about is that when you're following Jesus' example, when you are reading scripture and you really know what Jesus taught and what Jesus believes, then that's automatically going to start carrying over into your everyday life. When we're following Jesus' example, that's just not even going to enter our minds. Like Mm -hmm. Jesus said that we are fearfully and wonderfully made and that we are made in the image of God and that's what we need to focus on because God doesn't make mistakes like Lily said. God is perfect and we are made in God's image. And so that's something that we can really find comfort in Mm -hmm. because that privilege has not been given to anyone else on earth. It wasn't given to the animals. It wasn't given to anything else except for us. And Mm -hmm. so that's something that we can find a lot of comfort in. And that's something that God is perfect. And so he didn't make mistakes when he created us, when he made us in his image. So we also wanted to read this verse. I know that this is kind of a common verse, but I really liked this version. It is 1 Peter 3 verses 3 through 4, and I'm reading the ESV version. I think people usually read the NIV version, Mm -hmm. but I like this version. So it says, Do not let your adorning be external, the braiding of hair and the putting on of gold jewelry or the clothing you wear. But let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. I love the part where it says imperishable beauty Mm -hmm. because all the things that the world advocates, all the makeup that they want you to buy, all the face cleansers they want you to buy, all the clothes they want you to buy, all the trends they want you to follow are temporary. Mm -hmm. But the beauty that the Lord gives us, the beauty that we find in our identity in Christ is imperishable. Mm -hmm. The beauty in the heart is imperishable. And so that is never going to fade away. That's something that you can always, always count on. The Lord is not going to change his mind about his standard for your body in terms of how you are beautiful. You are beautiful. You are made in his image. You are created by him. And that is never going to change. Like Mm -hmm. the Lord doesn't change his mind on this sort of stuff. So Lily, did you have something else that you wanted to say? Yeah, I had one other thing. And I think that I don't know. Some people might think I'm crazy for this, but like just giving you a very practical example, because I listen to podcasts and I'm like, okay, give me the practical stuff. Like, (laughs) what can I do now? Here's one of the things. So I've been really, really trying to make a conscious effort about walking and lifting weights and that kind of thing, just kind of toning up. But I look at it not in the way of like while I'm walking. Okay. Just for example, like this is something that I'm sure everyone has done. You go and walk or you're lifting weights or you're just working out, whatever you like to do for exercise and stuff. And we do that. But while we're doing it, we're thinking, I hope I lose weight or I hope that I look this way afterwards, or, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm waiting for that eight week progress pick or whatever (laughs) it may be. Right. That is our mindset while we're working out or while we're eating healthy or while we're doing whatever it may be in your life that you're trying to, you know, physically do to help you look better or to be beautiful or whatever, you know, and 
I've had to change my mindset and it's really helped me to think about like while I'm walking, I make a conscious effort while I'm walking or while I'm lifting weights to not think about losing weight or to not think about how I look. I try not to think about that. What I try to think about is I am going to do this. It's hard. It's challenging, but it teaches me how to endure hard things. It teaches me how to be consistent with something. It's teaching me very valuable lessons that we see in scripture, you know, perseverance, all these different things. It's helping my character and teaching me that I am able to do this and thank the Lord that I am able to do this, you know, that I have the ability because there are people, you know, I look around and we see people who are paralyzed or they've lost a limb and I just thank the Lord that I am able to exercise. You know, that's a blessing because just think about not being able to move your body. You know, a lot of us look at that kind of stuff as being hard and, you know, something that we don't want to do, but what a blessing it is that we are able to do it. And one of the things that I've had to think about is I am being healthy for my future kids. I'm able to have kids because I'm healthy, uh, that kind of thing. You know, as a lady, you think about those things when you start to almost become an adult, starting to think about marriage, that kind of stuff. You just think about different things that, you know, before I wasn't thinking about. I was thinking about mm-hmm. losing weight, but now I'm thinking about I want to be healthy for my future family. I want to be healthy so that I am able to do what God has called me to do Mm -hmm. as a woman. And if you're a man listening to this, same goes for you. You may not be carrying children. Um, (laughs) A weird example, (laughs) like Google, you know, Google says that men can get pregnant now, how that's become yeah, a thing. I don't that know. applies to everyone. Oh I guess. my goodness. But same, same applies. You know, you want to be healthy to be able to serve the Lord and to be able to do what he's called you to do. And we can't do that if we're constantly thinking about, oh, I'm fat or mm-hmm. I can't eat in front of people. Like, how are you focusing on helping another teenage girl when you're so inward focused about, mm-hmm. I can't eat here at the cafeteria? And that's when I, what I wanted to see my friend realize was that, you know, she can impact others' lives by not focusing so much on herself, not Mm -hmm. focusing so much on how she looked because she could be missing the entire point, the entire purpose of her struggling with that. Mm -hmm. Like the Lord uses those things to say, hey, you know, Chelsea over here is struggling with the same thing and you could help her with that by showing her that you're being courageous and pushing through that problem, not being scared to talk about it with somebody else, not saying that you have to shout it from the rooftops, (laughs) but you know, share with other people that you're struggling with that because especially for girls, I think most of us are struggling with it. And so hearing somebody else say, hey, I'm pushing past this and I am looking at the Lord through this and changing my mindset about who I am and what's actually important about me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point of how we do become so selfish when we think about those things. And it's not necessarily selfish, Mm -hmm. like, in a really, really bad way. But, like, what we're saying is that you become so focused on yourself and your image that you aren't thinking about that girl who may be sitting with you Mm -hmm. in the cafeteria who is having the same issue and yet you claim to put your confidence in Mm -hmm. the Lord and to trust him yet you are still walking in that fear of the world because that's what it is we just fear other people's opinions Mm -hmm. so I think that that can be such a witness to others is that I really do put my confidence in the Lord and Mm -hmm. I do trust him and I don't care what other people think about me because I know what the Lord thinks about me. And when you do that, that is such a testimony and a witness to other people because they see that you 
are actually acting out what you believe in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's not just words. It's not just what you're telling them and what you're preaching at them necessarily. It's that, yeah, I really do believe this. And you should be using your words to tell them that. You should be talking to them about why you don't really care what other people say your body should look like or all the different things that the world tells us. You should be able to say, yeah, I don't really care what they think about my body because I know what the Lord thinks. So that's definitely a really, really good point. All right, we are going to wrap up in prayer like we usually do. We hope that this episode encouraged you to walk out what you believe in. If you believe that you are made in the image of God and that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, then act that out and show other people that you really do believe that. Mm -hmm. Don't just say you believe it and then do something else because that is not what Jesus would do and not what Jesus would want you to do. So let's pray. Lord, I just thank you for this day and for this episode, and I pray that you would just help each and every one of us to be more positive about our bodies and more positive about the way that you made us. I pray that we would put our confidence in you and our worth in you and not in the opinion of other people. I pray that we would just be so focused on you that we don't even notice when other people uh, make dumb comments or that we just wouldn't be self-conscious, that we miss the opportunities that you give us to be ambassadors for you, to tell others about you, and to use the different things that we've struggled with to point others toward you and toward the promise that you have given us that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. So I pray that you would just help each and every one of us with that um, this week and in the coming weeks, and that we would just constantly be focused on you and not what other people think of us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, one of the verses that I wanted to end with was Galatians 1.10, and it says, For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God, or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a great one to, you know, kind of ask yourself. That's a practical question that we can ask ourselves this week even is, who am I trying to please? Am mm-hmm. I trying to please the Lord or am I trying to please man? And if you're trying to please man, like so many of us get caught up in doing, just really ask the Lord to make himself known to you, you know, really ask him to change your mindset about um, just trying to seek approval from other people and that we wouldn't get so caught up in that because it is a struggle and it is so hard to, you know, see the purpose in whatever it is that you're dealing with mm-hmm. and whatever struggle you are, you know, currently struggling with. And I think that another quote we can end with is, and I'm not, I, I don't know, I don't have too many too much to say about this guy, but his name is Bob Goff. Um, I haven't read the book or whatever that he wrote, but a quote that I've been seeing by him, and I agree with this, it says, we won't be distracted by comparison if we're captivated by purpose. And I love that quote because it's just very simple and it shows us that you're not going to be distracted if you know what the purpose is. You're not going to be distracted by others' approval if you know that my goal is to please the Lord, is to glorify the Lord, and that is that is what I'm living for. So we hope that this chat helped y'all. Please let us know if you have any thoughts or anything that you'd like to add to this conversation. Comment below if you listen on a platform that allows you to do so, 
Or you can email us, as always, prayer mm-hmm. requests, thoughts, just whatever. Other topics. Yeah, other topic ideas. If you have something that you'd like us to cover, something mm-hmm. that you're struggling with or you know somebody else is struggling with, we'd love to chat about it. You guys know we are not shy when it comes to these kinds of topics and talking about the hard stuff. It needs to be discussed, and we are here to do that and to back it up with the Lord and, you know, what he commands of us. So, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, and we will talk to y'all next week. Bye, guys.